We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Carlo Navas. And with me today, on the left here, Reality Check Master Tiffany Meeks. Hey, what's up? How we doing? We doing. We doing. We doing. <laughs> you know, we're doing better than other people. We'll get into them in a second. On the right, we have the great Siobhan Beslow. How are you, Siobhan? What's up? I'm good. Hello, people. What's up, chat? Tiff, G. Happy, what's the day? Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Shout out to chat. We love chat around here. We were just talking before. We love you guys. You guys are funny. Uh, you guys you know, truly bring joy in, a, in sometimes what is a negative fan experience. You guys bring it all the time. Chat sending <laughs> hearts and shit. We love you guys. Uh, shout out to Blue Wire, the parent network. Uh, thank you to everybody on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Please, I beg you, get our sub numbers up. If you're on Twitch, you know, you can uh subscribe with prime for free and uh if you are so kind uh to just give us a subscription uh altogether we love and appreciate that and we love you guys uh somebody said g Giancarlo apologized to tua right now uh he uh yeah good, good job dolphins they got they got they got one they got their man uh he i think he played well i don't watch much football so you know good good for them uh G apologize to Justin Fields. Who's Justin? Did they? Fields? Oh, they did win that game the other night. So, I, apologies to Justin Fields. Is he the, <laughs> is he the Bears quarterback? But like, he doesn't yes. even know who he's talking to. I know. <laughs> I just I just joined in. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I was in, I watched a bunch of football this weekend with a bunch of people who like football, and I didn't know who any of these good players were. And I was like, is Adrian Peterson still in the league? And they're like, no. Oh. I was like, he was a long time ago. And then they're like, he's canceled. And I go, oh, wow. Okay. Is he problematic right now? Yeah, he's canceled. He's I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know gee. he was canceled. I don't know. I don't know. I know Aaron Rodgers is canceled. 
Yeah. Fuck him, right, Tiff? Fuck the Packers. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> let's let's move on to teams that are uh, you know you know maybe maybe feeling similarly to Aaron Rodgers today underperforming. Oh. Uh, what's like fast? <laughs> Miami is one and four. Their one win was a throttling of Toronto, which turned into a tighter game than it should have been, which was concerning for a lot of reasons. Uh, you know, obviously those those back to backs I think are tough against the same team. You know, a good coach gets time to adjust. Obviously, smart players. You know, you put yourself in an zero and two hole. You know, it's it's not fun. Obviously, the schedule's been tough. Boston, Toronto twice. Those are not easy teams. Whether, however, you feel about the Bulls is one thing. Uh, did I miss say the record there? One and three. Did I say one and four? One and three. Um, I have us losing tomorrow apparently. Uh, so let's <laughs> let's start with let's start at the top with I think the the big story, which really is Bam and Jimmy while on the court. Tiff, they're really really good, and when they sit, they're not good, and that's really funny because I feel like that's outside of last season. That's really been the story of this of this kind of collective group uh, right. and when they brought Lowry in that was supposed to change and last year it did uh and it just hasn't this year Tiff yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yep. it's I mean the funniest thing is is that obviously you got to stagger them like this is it for now like one of them has to be on the court at all times um, you know, which is sad, but this is where you are right now, especially with, you got a couple of people injured. You still got people who, who are playing out of position, who are still learning, um, on the fly. And at some point you hope to see like these young guys, uh, Nikki Slim and little daddy Kane get a shot. So you're going to need either Bam or Jimmy on the court with these guys. Like, this is just where we are right now. Um, the reality is you came into this season and you hoped that Jimmy would be able to play less minutes. Um, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, and, and there was, and there was a whole thing about Jimmy um, not getting back into the game, being at the scores table and all these things. Um, doesn't matter. The, it, like we can, we can point blame at all these other things, but the game was lost on the court. Not because Jimmy was standing on the sidelines. And truth be told, get into it. He played. Was he averaging 35, 36? Like he's up there. So, not gonna lie, I didn't feel bad that he wasn't in the game. He needs like he's going hard, and he's going harder than he should have to go. And we're only four games. We're what four games deep? Like he's going way harder than needs to be. Um, so there are some things rotationally that probably need to change. Um, and truth be told, like, it's easy to say it, but everybody just needs to do better. They, like, everybody needs to find what their comfort zone is, and they need to play within that comfort zone. We have to, we're asking too many people to play above their heads and do too many things that, um, that was cute last year because we had an actual rotation happening. We don't have that right now. Yeah. So um, while we expected Max and Gabe to make an, another little jump this season, they're technically 
not really in the same roles that they were in last year. So we're asking them to do a lot of things different too. And I think I said last night um, on hangover time, whereas it's interesting because I noticed everybody came out their face last night and said how piss poor of a game Max had, but actually Max was a plus defender last night. The problem is, is that when he's been a plus defender this season, his offense has fallen off. So he's not able to sustain it on both ends, it seems, which is expected because he seems to be carrying a heavier load this this season so far through four games than he did last year because the defense was better. The defense was better from Jimmy. The defense was better from Kyle and on down the line. So Max was able to plug himself in and kind of, if it ain't if it's not bending, don't break it that kind of thing as to now he's they're looking at him and they're saying you got to get stops you got to stop this guy and you know what now you got to guard pascal now you got to come back down and guard boucher now you got to come back down and guard like we're asking guys to do a lot of things that technically we shouldn't be asking them to do they should be able to play within themselves and within the offense so to the to, to the point earlier about the numbers uh to kind of illustrate that and, and to kind of give it credence to everything that Tip's saying, when Bam's on the court, uh, they're plus five net rating. When he's off, they're they're minus thirty, right? That's that's a thirty-five point swing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's just him alone. Jimmy, who Max is pretty much backing up at this point, uh, well, Jimmy at this point, <laughs> he's minus on the court. He's minus one, <laughs> uh, but they're <laughs> minus seventeen, you know, without him. You know what I mean? So. Right. That, that that that's that's the kind of stuff where that gets bad. Bond, what's going on there? Is it just a is it just uh their backups are bad or is it a little deeper? So I think it's a little bit deeper and I, I echo pretty much everything that Tiff said and it's it's so it's so the guys who were our backups are now being asked to be brought more to the forefront but there isn't anyone behind them backing them up. So it's like they're, they're being asked to, to, to step forward and do a bit more um, without having, I'll set it on, on hot last night, like the backfill for them is, is lacking. And so, whereas, you know, the bench was the strength and through a, a good portion of the season, even when everyone was healthy, like there were stretches throughout the season where the starters were, above average and, and maybe not higher than the above average that you would kind of hope them to but the bench came in and was kind of like obliterating people and so now it's a lot of the bench guys like i said being kind of moved to the front and and asked to do what they were asked to do last year but also finding that they have to do more than um to supplement the guys who we lost or who are out of position um, in, in the starting in the starting group. I think I, I as as much as I kind of like to harp on it because it, it has to be the staple of this group. I think there is still there's room for the defense to correct itself. Um, there's room for the defense to tighten. There's room for there's room for precision to to tighten back up. There's mm-hmm. room for the attention to detail on the defensive end to sharpen. Um, it's annoying for me when it isn't because that has to be the calling card of this group. The offense for me is a bit more problematic because 
as Tiff said, this is who you have until you don't. And, and, you know, whether we want to say it or, or however you, it is that you want to feel about it. Um, and it, it is, is not a knock on Tyler, but Tyler was a huge portion of the bench. And so when the starters were able to go out, it was him coming in, giving those relief, those, those quick bursts of, of scoring that you need. And then the Max and Caleb and, and Gabe were able to play with and kind of around that. Um, my issue with, and I, and I don't want to make it, it's not just a Tyler issue. Everyone else does need to um, heighten their level of play. As it stands right now, though, and kind of what I, I foresaw a little bit, because we didn't make any moves. We lost people. Um, and we didn't do anything like tangibly, you know, better, or, or we didn't bring anyone in. Vic isn't healthy, and that does play a, a really, really big part of it. Mm -hmm. if, if Vic were healthy, you'd be able to um, withstand some of what's lost from having Tyler on the bench, but you don't have that right now. Um, and so what what it is is you have Tyler coming in as as a starter. He's giving you the burst of scoring that he does. Um, that's a train. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I might actually mute in a second. It's going to get loud. Um, but so he's giving you that. He is still huntable. He's held his own. Um, but there, while he's getting going, you know, while while your score is scoring, you you should want to ride the hot hand. What I find now, at least what I think some of it is, it's taking some people out of rhythm. Like we're, we're waiting too long for other people to get touches and to feel like, a part of the office. The game last night, um, you saw the energy picked up when the ball was moving, when more people were were involved and, and, and it was livelier and it's not a knock on him. Those are the type of things that you can withstand from a six-man type of play. I'm not asking you to, when, when the six-man comes in and then the rest of the bench comes in after him, it's this dude is running this and like if he's on, kind of get it to him. With the starting group, it's a little bit different, at, at least I feel, the, the way that you create kind of this like avalanche of momentum with your starters is you got to get everybody involved. Like it, it, it has to feel like, oh, we shot this, we stopped this one dude, but now there's other two over here that, that have some juice to them too. And they don't have that um, consistently right now. So I, I think the defense has places, I think the defense can tighten and I expect it to, um, but I am concerned a bit about how the offense is going to sustain itself Mm -hmm. um with with what the lineups are right now like when like when a couple years ago when spoke split bam or when he split um tyler and duncan up it was to give them more space so they weren't in each other's way but then you had like the starters hooping but then you also had the bench raised and so you weren't getting these peaks and valleys of offensive production it was at least able to be a steady drip um and and you don't see that right now yeah were you going to add something to that? Yeah, I was just going to say, and 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 then the other the other the other issue that we have is, um, well, there's two things. One, I I'd like to see them get Bam going early. I don't I don't like when the games start and the first seven shots are taken by the guards. I don't like that. Is that a Kyle? Yeah. You um, think that's like a Kyle responsibility to kind of? It is a yes, yeah. yes, yes. I think that's a Kyle. Like he, I think. I think you, because you you've you've already said how much he means to them on defense. 
So you, you've got to help him out on offense. You've got to give him a reason to continue to be that guy on defense. Um, and I think we, we start the game and too many possessions go by and he doesn't get the ball. And then I found that he gets the ball and it's in the worst positions. Yeah. Or if it's you know, a bunch of and then he's play. right. And he's forced to take that fade away or now he's looking for the handoff. Um, I think you gotta, you gotta get him going. But then I think the other side of it is, um, Bam can't come off the floor. Like it's, it's, it's becoming, um, an issue. Um, Deadman has Damn it, G. Devin <laughs> hasn't been great. Um, we that, know that. That's an understatement. He's not the reason why. Right. I'm and I'm and I'm trying to say it. You know, he's not the reason they're losing. He's the he's the reason why they're behind most of the time. But he's not the reason they're losing. Yeah. Um, Lost him for a second. We'll get him a whole another issue, and that's the reason why I think. If you are going to ride Bam as hard as you are, you got to get that man involved in the offense. Like it's I to me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um we do a lot we're doing a lot of pounding the ball and go and and a lot of going nowhere. Um yeah. so if you're going to if you feel like you're going to pound then pound it and give Bam time to get in position to get a good shot. One of the things that bothered me yesterday was I thought Hero in particular was getting like a Pascal switch and then was just isoing a lot. And again, it's not to, to talk uh, down on Tyler, who's had a really good scoring yep. season, but it's possessions like that where it's like, is that really the best use of our offense? And a lot of that was in the second half. And it was kind of the inverse of kind of the Celtic game where, you know, it was the opposite, right? So in this way, they're, they're getting into matchups on offense that are not fruitful for them. And then on defense in the Celtic game and in the Raptor game, for that matter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're letting you know, guys pick on Tyler. They're not pre-switching. They're, they're hedging a little too late in the games and stuff like that. So I feel like just generally that process has been a little wonky. I thought, you know, to that, to the point for them as well, um, you know, Jimmy didn't get like, you know, you talk about getting bam, the ball at the beginning of the game. I thought Miami did a poor job of getting Jimmy the ball at the end of the okay, game yeah, yesterday. Very poor. Yeah. yeah. And, and some of that's yeah. on Jimmy and Tiffany. Yeah. I think you were the one that told me that. You know, some. Well, I, I think yeah. one. I think Probably. one or both of you told me it's like you know we said I mentioned in the chat. You're like, yeah, yeah that's on Jimmy. Uh, but that's on Jimmy. It is. But you got to get somebody has to get Gary Trent in an action. You cannot let Toronto yeah. defend with OG Ananobi and Siakam on every stretch possession because that's what that's what they want. And then, like you said to Tyler, well, like and- so Tyler, you're getting the Pascal switch, so like you probably have one of the like most not advantageous matchups right now. So that is the worst it. matchup. That's a that is the worst one. matchup. Yeah, it exactly. is. So move it, fill that out. And Tiff, your your point about like getting Bam going, he is he's not a guard, so he's not going to have the ball in his hands. It has to be them right. kind of funneling it to him. You get him going, you keep him engaged, you get people in some early foul trouble. Um, and and it's a kind of at least I feel a bit or how I think about it, like it's a credit to Tyler. Like Tyler's game. Mm-hmm. With the proper matchups, he can get what he wants to get at kind of any stretch through the game. And so that's right. when that becomes like extra cherries and sprinkles and, and extra body blows when the rest of the group has already kind of knocked you in the face right. a little bit. Right. I think, though, the one thing that you and that we talked about um, towards 
I guess it was at the end of the season where it was going to be a struggle. We talked yeah. about that. And I, and I remember you and I, um, Shai, we talked about how it's not going to look pretty. And we, yeah. and we, and we said that, and we, and we said it numerous times and the, the, the pushback was it's, the, it's, they're running it back. Why wouldn't it look good? They know each other, Frankie but said people forget new position means new team. Yeah. Not necessarily new players. New position means new team because you're changing the genetic makeup of the team. And that's what they did. Um, like when Tyler is cooking, yo, that boy is bad. Like I, there is no problem. Like he can get any shot on the floor when he is cooking. But the idea was that game was supposed to change when it was brought into the starting lineup. Because you him cooking it. isn't what's best isn't what's best for Bam and Jimmy. It's yeah. like when you get a promotion. The thing. Like, when you get a promotion, like your job duties, you're with the same company, but your your job, your role changes a bit. Tiff, to that point, the Heat are like yes. minus fifteen with Hero on the court and plus seventeen with him off. And if you filter that for what, what it looks like when Jimmy and Bam don't have to play with hero they're plus 23 mm -hmm. 137 uh, offensive but, rating yeah yeah exactly. because he point. brought his, his he he brought the six man game to the starting lineup and, and the starting lineup isn't built they're yeah. not built that way if yeah. he was on a different team it would it would probably work but the but Jimmy's skill set Bam's skill set it doesn't suit because they're not great shooters they need to get in the post they need to get in the mid they like to cut they like to slash and he's out top doing his thing so now yeah. you got more people in the way he's up top doing his thing and then don't forget we still got caleb out there who i need him in the corner hitting those open threes or, so or it, cutting there's a lot still rebounding. or cutting <laughs> Right, but remember, there's no room for him right. to be cutting. Jimmy does because that. Because you have two people. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead, G. No, no, I was, I was kind of like adding. No, I was – I remember to play. Yeah, so it's – so, so it to me, it's like there's going to be a lot of growing pains to try to figure out how to organically make what he – what Tyler can do at his best be beneficial to everyone else Gee, because can you, that's the thing with the offense can you i don't know what you have open right now can you can you run in like any lineups what does tyler look like without a jimmy or bam because one I, of my that you want it yep minus, okay let's minus yep, yep. 86 in per 100 possessions but it's only played five minutes so it's not Fair. a lot okay Okay. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. But the okay. off. I mean, the offense. I mean, I think the consistent theme with the Tyler lineups is that when he plays, the defense is really, really bad. But we knew that. But it's like we kind of it's, it's worse that. than it was last year. But we expect. But the thing is, is that like what you what what you and everyone else said was okay. We're gonna flank him with really good defenders, and it should make up for what's happening. Nope. But the problem is, is that we're we're not as good as we were last year defensive wise. Right now, 
which like we said, it should get better. We're hoping it get, gets better and everybody slightly tightens up. Um, but I just think it's interesting how no one has noticed that he's playing the same game in the starting lineup. Yeah. And it doesn't, and it doesn't benefit it doesn't the other guys. It, it doesn't function because I wanted to see him on the ball and maybe Kyle off ball. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, with that being said, the ball isn't popping. It's sticking. Right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right. It does no point. It does no good if he's on ball. Yeah. And not moving it though. So something yeah. interesting is uh Hero so so Jimmy, Bam and Lowry together without Hero on the floor, they have a, a ninety five defensive rating, which is like incredible. Uh you know, just Lowry Hero, uh Lowry, uh Bam and Jimmy together, the three of them, uh, you know, not filtering out here the heroes there or not, hundred and three defensive rating, which is very, very good. So like the their three cornerstone pieces when they're on the court together the defense has been good. It's you know it's a lot of Tyler getting hunted. I think what you said Max having to either do offense or defense not both. Mm-hmm. Obviously Duncan's getting minutes again and it's been uneven right. on that end. It's a lot of yeah. Duncan stuff. Uh, and obviously you know I think Highsmith has been an unmitigated disaster along with Deadman. So, you know, Caleb yeah. missed a game, which that, you know, yeah. that guy can't miss a game because look what happens, you know, so stuff. Like How did we get yeah. here to where Caleb Martin can't miss a game? <laughs> it is. I mean, but we knew that this going into the season and I want to stress, yeah. at least from my perspective, I, I didn't like any of the moves that were available in the offseason. I was totally fine with them kind of waiting for a trade during the season. Whether you agree with that or not, it's fine. I think that there are, you know, legitimate arguments on both sides. We knew this. This is not. This is not new. Obviously, you know, not right. not seeing Jovic out there is kind of weird, considering he looked good in the preseason. And you know, right. I, I can't imagine it's it's going to be worse than Highsmith. The Jovic thing with right. me. I want to get into the guards more, but real quick, Tiff. I don't know if you agree or, or Bond. If they play Jovic, I want to see him a little bit at the five. You know, maybe that could be the. I think the backup five is a more pressing thing because you can fill four minutes. By committee, five minutes yeah. it's, it's a little more difficult. So if, if right. Jovic can, if they can downsize and and Jovic looks good at the five mm-hmm. and can play a little four with Bam, I I think that is really the first big step to stabilizing their rotation. Yeah, we we yeah. were in the space. Yeah. Go I ahead, agree. Tim. 
No, we, I agree. I, I agree 100%. We were in the space, right? And Tiffany was talking about how they're not committing to either like a traditional lineup or to a small ball lineup. And I, and I built on that a bit with like, we're playing the one through three spot. Like we're playing the guards as a small ball lineup with the second unit, but we're still trotting out like a, a traditional center and a dead man who the two, like the styles don't mesh or aren't meshing right now. And so I know a lot of people are saying, you know, I'm, I'm tired of the, the small ball stuff from Spo. But to, to Tiff's credit and to her point, like she said on Saturday, they're not even actually committing all the way to the small ball mm-hmm. lineup, at least in the second unit. You put Jovic out there and you you have your quicker, your your younger. Um, and, and if nothing else, if he's not giving you production, then you are at least getting on the job training for a dude who you should want to keep in your system and want to keep in your pipeline. But I, 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 and, and, and even beyond just some on the, on the job training stuff, I think he gives them a good amount of something to where he's worth exploring. He's long enough to where he can help plug holes, but not really need much of his own plugs or much of his own uh, holes plugged. The, the thing I saw a stat earlier about like Tyler being one of the like top five ISO guys and, and I feel like I would maybe want ISO defender guys. And maybe I would want to look at some of that myself. But, like, he's holding his own, but the rest of the group is so overreactive. And I don't even want to say overreactive. It's probably, like, an adequate amount of reaction and attention. Like, we're doing so much digging and, and trying to help him. And teams are swinging it. We're getting um, lost in rotation. Guys are cutting behind us. And, and so – um, I, I don't understand, you know, the one game suspension, whatever. Going forward, I don't think that there's any reason to not at least give Jovic some looks. You, you draft him, play well for you in preseason. Um, and so at, the, at the, the bare minimum, it can't be worse than what it is right now. <laughs> it's right, only up. Right, like, exactly. We at the floor, like. It's only up. The floor is lava to- and we're at the lava. The floor. <laughs> We like standing on two, like the lava is flowing through a crevice and we got legs spread wide as hell, trying not to like fall. <laughs> Jimmy and Bam are legs spread, holding up yeah. everyone else. Holding you know, up just... this big ass body just ready yeah. to. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so I think that tells really the story of the season. And, and, I, and I'd be remiss to not mention Lowry because obviously my man's getting cooked. I was at the game yesterday. I brought some friends from out of town and I was like, this motherfucker is embarrassing me in front of my friends. Uh, <laughs> God, he played so bad. And I think, I think there's a couple things we need to remember. Uh, a, he came off a hamstring injury and it's the beginning of the season and he's 36 years old. The first part of the season was always going to be the roughest. Uh, you know that I think more than anything, I think it's important to have that perspective. Not that, that you know, it doesn't change the performance on the floor, but it, I think it does color some of it. The problem with his play, because we talked a lot about the, the wings and the bigs as backups. His play, obviously, his bad play hasn't been super reflective in lineup data right now because Jimmy is playing really well, and so is Bam. Jimmy's like particularly like playing really, really well. Jimmy's playing and, really well. And Tyler's scoring very, very well. And Bam has played very, very well. Maybe not to the potential on offense that we want, but he's, Bam's playing very, very well. The, the three of them are playing really well, and Kyle can kind of skate right now by just being poo-poo, stinky, uh, you know, as a shooter and everything. 
But when Jimmy, not that you know, not that they're falling to earth for Jimmy, but Jimmy's not going to be, you know, this 28-point scorer right. for 82. That's, like, not going to happen. And he's going to, you know, sometimes he'll have 17. Sometimes he'll have 12. And then someday he'll have 32. You know, that's just the Jimmy Butler that we know. And on those, during those stretches, Kyle's lack of kind of offensive, I don't even know what to call it, uh, impact is where I think we feel it most because once, once, once some guys run out of gas, you need people to step up. And, and next man up is Kyle. And I don't think he's been as he had the really bad first game, and I thought he wasn't good the second, the the, the last game. But he was fine the, the middle two. But obviously, fine isn't good enough. You know what I mean? I don't think he deserves all you people being right. you know the way you are. But that's you know that's how <laughs> fandom works. Some guys like I'm done. I'm done with seven. It's been four games, and he was good last year. You all know what you I mean? Like the way you are is hilarious. <laughs> huh? Right. You know y'all y'all are y'all. But yeah, I don't know. That's where I am. Like. I, you know, and of course, like, I like him. Like, well, I'm not going to hide. I'm obviously going to be more lenient with him. I obviously, like, look at a guy that has a history of being a winner who was really good last year until he got hurt in the hamstring, which was a sensitive injury. And, you know, like, he kept them afloat when they, you know, when everybody got hurt and all that stuff and, uh, and, and blah, blah. But I think he has to play better. I think what you guys have said is, Getting guys involved. The assist numbers have been actually kind of jarring. He had the comments today mm-hmm. about wanting the ball more in his hands. I do want to read the full quote because that was taken out of context. And I think everybody kind of just burned him at the stake without the context. So the, the full context from Anthony Chang's quote is, I probably could have the ball a little bit longer. Keep the ball in my hands a little bit more. That could help, Lowry said, when asked how he can generate more shots for himself. That, that, that part is important. But I'm an unselfish player, so sometimes it's called for you to get kind of off the ball and let the game come to you, which Tiff has been clamoring for. I just want to point out that that was part of the tweet. Like the original tweet that I saw, it had in there um, how he can get himself going more. I'd, if there's people taking it out of out of that context, which was, again, in the original tweet that I saw and just saying, that Kyle is like, oh, put the ball in my hands more. The viral and one was the viral one did not have that. It said Kyle Lowry wants the ball in his hands mm-hmm. more to generate more shots for himself. Then the quote, I could probably have to the generate, ball. That's what I'm bit. saying. To generate more shots for himself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the, the, the tweet framed it as he wants to generate <laughs> more shots for himself, that he wants the ball more. When the quote was yeah. he was asked about Kyle, how can you generate more shots? When he's like, well, I could have the ball more. Yeah. I think the And then the the quote after, I'm not like that. I want to be unselfish and let the game come to me. That's the disconnect. Because everyone's like, well, motherfucker, you shouldn't have the ball more. That's what everybody said on the timeline. (laughs) You know? And then obviously he's like, I agree. (laughs) Essentially. (laughs) I I the reason why um I wanted him off ball. It's because I actually thought he'd get more shots. I actually thought he'd get more shots. He'd get more uncontested shots also. Which he um, should if the ball would move. Which he should. But I but I also think that like after watching, because it's a small sample size that everybody mm-hmm. likes to use, but reality is reality. Um, after watching these first four games, he need the ball because somebody needs to facilitate. 
And there's a difference between making the pass and facilitating. We're making the passes, but we're not facilitating as to where people are actually getting the ball where they need it. It's not our And that's a problem. No, and that's a problem. Um, I, I, for one, came into the season saying I wanted him to shoot more. Like, you're open. You need to shoot. Like, this is just... This is just what it is. But then we also run into the problem that whereas people don't want to admit we're small as hell. So not only are we shooting, but now we're all trying to crash the boards at once. It's three, four people to the and, and still not get right. it. And now we get run on. So, so it's also like that's not a small thing either. That 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 whole thing is weird, but we can get to that later. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like you 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 need Kyle to at least be up there and assist. Like he should be having seven or eight a night. Like he he really should. Um, but they're doing too much dinking with the basketball. We're doing things that like we see other teams do that we make fun of. We're doing a lot of my yeah. turn, your turn, which is not cute. Yeah, they're you not. know we're not we're we're hard we're hardly ever on the break. We're not running. We're not even getting into the secondary break most of the time like we're literally doing things that we laugh at other teams about which is not cute it's not and it's it's really they're not doing i think the mismatch hunting on their part has been bad i think for kyle in particular like mm -hmm. if you're gonna get assists it's gonna be off you know help and rotation and he's not drawing help and he's not forcing rotation i think part of that has been the opponents right you know, particularly the Celtics and, mm -hmm. and the Raptors who are going to switch and, and they're going to stay home on Max and Duncan or whoever's in that in that corner. Right. I think I think in particular, those are a product of the matchup. And if he can't finish, which he could not over those guys, then that's what that's going to look like. And I, it was listen, it was that was a winnable game. You know, a, a lot. Yeah. There were forces at play, but that's a bad matchup, I think, for him. Similar, I think Boston's different, especially when you have guys like Horford in the game where you can kind of go at a drop. Um, yeah, but he just, you know, he and he looked he looked good in that game. Um, right. Can while we're talking about Kyle and like the guards and stuff, um, can you pull up those stats? Yeah. And 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 talk about the stats that I had uh, John pull up. Yeah. So you know the the second half has really been tough for the guards. Uh, the, the Kyle one uh, he really stood out to me. So, you know, John uh, got some numbers. John Jablanca, uh, who writes for us, got some numbers, uh, particularly the three-point shooting. Uh, like Kyle shooting, you know, 50% in the first half from three and 21 uh, – 7%, excuse me, in the second half. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. all their guards are really inconsistent. Like Gabe is really bad in the first half, 27 you know, field goal percentage, 28 from three. And then in the second half, he's 40% from three and 56% from the field. Uh, Struess is another guy, 45% overall uh, from the field in the first half. <clears throat> and then 44 in the second half. So he's pretty stable, the three-point percentage too. Uh, and Hero, he's 51 <clears throat> on from the field in the first half. Uh, 44 in the second. And the three-point shooting goes from 35 to 30 in the second half. So uh, particularly Hero, Kyle are really kind of being worn down by the game. Mm -hmm. And Gabe is just not getting off to good starts. Probably a product of he's playing a lot with Denvin and Highsmith, uh -huh. which is not really fun for him. Because, uh, like, right. last year he was playing with, you know, uh, better guys. 
um, or at least a better Deadman yeah. and, you know, uh, Caleb and, and usually one or two of the starters. So it's, it's, um, yeah, I think, um, and we're talking about, they just look tired. They look like they're getting worn down. Um, and also like the bodies on our players, they're not letting us just drain to the basket. They're just not letting us run down the court. Everybody getting a body at all times. Um, and then I also feel like by the second half, the defense starts to key in on Tyler. Yes. Yes. And and not even just keying in on him, keying in on the way that he is playing, like hunting in his shots. And, and again, kind of this six-man approach where I'm a scorer, and that is easily like locked in on rather than – kind of a mindset, I think, to get other people kind of going. You, you, Tiff, you talked about, you know, wanting Kyle to be off the ball a bit. And I, and I really do, too. I like Kyle as a catch-and-shoot option. I don't want him to – like, I understand that he does facilitate for us. And there is a difference between making passes and facilitating. Sometimes I do feel like Kyle makes passes, but he does facilitate as well. But I, I wanted him off the ball a bit, too. And – and again, I, I'm not trying to pile on Tyler, but it, he has the talent and he has enough versatility from a guard's stance to where he should be able to. And, and, and he's talked about it, too. Right. Like he's talked about his improved passing ability, the way that he sets mm -hmm. Bam up. And so it can't just be setting Bam up. Because Bam right. is probably the easiest one on the team to set up. You just throw that bitch near the rim and he probably is going to go get it. Um, I, I I, I Tiff, you and I talk, and I I want Tyler to kind of approach the game, especially when he's with the stars, especially when he's like with a Kyle. I want Kyle, I want Tyler to take kind of like a Jimmy's approach, where it, much to the chagrin of a lot of Heat fans, where we feel like Jimmy waits too long to get himself going. Jimmy knows that he can do that because he's not having to try to give you six seven moves. I'm putting my head down. I'm intentional, and I'm going to get to my spots. Tyler can get to his spot. It looks differently than the way Jimmy does. But again, Tyler can get his offense and his shots yeah. up Anytime. at any point of the game. That's mm -hmm. just how skilled and, and, and how nimble he is with the ball. I, I tweeted it like his snake dribble mm. and, and pushing it out and, and kind of like recapturing it. Those are really, really important skill sets and very important for someone like him to have. So he has it. I, I want the Tyler Kyle tandem to feel differently like I I don't know like I I do want Kyle off the ball a bit but I, I think you're right and just you know teams are able to key in on what it is that he's doing and it's like something has to kind of change with that and we were talking about the bench earlier and I I don't know I, I want to go back and look at exactly what the lineup rotations have been exactly what the substitution patterns have been and kind of when right. they are I know at the like in the playoffs last season, Spo was doing the thing where he was subbing Jimmy out first so that the bench could have like so that he could kind of ride with the bench. I feel like I want him to play with taking Tyler out first so that he can kind of I want I think I want Tyler and Caleb to be like the first two subs so they can get back to kind of running with the bench group and that that group can get 
fat to having some offensive flow and some chemistry, and you're better able to withstand streaky, hot hand, I'm holding the ball, Tyler, rather than you're holding it, you're getting yourself going, but no one else kind of is. And I think right. that's some of what's happening, like, in the – in the in the second half of games the problem i was I, I need Gabe to start better but i also need him to like i think like you said it's a lot of i'm playing with deadman and and gabe right now isn't an iso i'm gonna break you down dude and deadman isn't dynamic enough out of pick and mm-hmm. roll to where it's giving gabe right. a whole bunch of options i'm happy that gabe has come on in the second half but he's also played a lot of fourth quarter minutes he's playing a lot more with the starters who are kind of getting some so motion. I'm happy he's coming on um, in, in the second half. The, everyone else and him starting and everyone else, like it just, I don't know. There, There's a lot of tinkering that needs to be made. Tiff, we were on the phone earlier and, and I was, you, me, Frankie, you know, coming into the season, there was going to be a lot of tinkering and playing with stuff that had to happen. But at the end of the day, that tinkering needed to result in like wins. Like you can tinker for maybe quarters one through three, two and a half. At the end of the game, though, we have to come out with these wins so that you know we can kind of feel good about the tinkering. Now it, it's it, it's feeling like at least DefCon three, where like we don't even have the space to play with these pieces because we've fallen um, kind of. So and it, it, we're not in like this you know crevice that we can't crawl out of, but it's much more than optimal where we where we kind of found ourselves and just the way that it looks that we've got here bond you're not worried about like if you put hero more at the bench now you're just playing hero deadman and like so it's like a bunch of negative defenders with caleb that's my I, I fear think, I yeah. think that's, a, that's a fair point but i i feel like it looked a little bit like that last season no like but yeah Vic and Caleb was on the bench already, so and then it would usually be like, because it was like well, that's Kyle, what I, said. So I, want, I want Caleb yeah. and Tyler to sub out around the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that Caleb can help with some of that. Um, but I, but then, like, I Caleb I was like the only plus defender, you know, there right. at the time. Because sometimes yeah. Kyle would also play with Tyler in but the so, second unit. But so doing that though, so you allow Tyler to go back on ball and handle some. So now. Gabe can kind of go back to being a catch and shoot option for the second unit and he can kind of recommit himself and be, um, you know, more stout defensively. Not that he hasn't been, um, your defense group probably is what would be shaky, but I think it stabilizes some. Right. Well, and then the idea of that is if you're going to, if you, if you bring out Tyler, then you put Max in. Yeah. And then you then you let Max be on the court with Jimmy, where right. it seems like that's his best pairing is when he plays off Jimmy. Yeah. I think they're two guys short right now. They're they're no, they are. They're they're two they're they're two and a half guys short, really. What but they, they need a backup five. Which by the way, backup fives grow on trees by the by the buyout day. They'll that I'm there will fill that spot. Yo. I don't care if you bring in Dwight Howard. Just bring in somebody. They'll bring in somebody who's going to be better than what they have. And I just we'll think and the time, by like. the way, <laughs> I don't know. I do it. Philly's had this problem I, for a very long time. They could not find minutes where they could sit and bead, and it's not a, a a disaster. I think Miami's been very fortunate that in reality they have not had like this backup five problem since LeBron was here. 
That's why I feel like Philly hasn't actually tried to. It hasn't. Felt like They've has tried, tried dudes. They tried Drummond. They tried DeAndre uh-huh. Jordan. They tried uh, mm. that other kid okay. that we made fun of. I don't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> we've made fun of so many backup six or bigs. Uh, but like, I, they'll try people. I, I think Miami. Yeah, right. I mean, I listen, Tiff. You know, you. I think we're we're both. We want Michael Potter. You know, we're taking him. Bring but, in Big Mike. Guess what? Guess Mike. who would have? Guess who would have been playing big minutes? <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> Harry Potter would have shut the garage down. This is Hogwarts. Man, he man. flew the car. I, you know, the thing is, G, it's that. It just doesn't look right. Like for all the things that they're doing, even when they are playing well, quote unquote, during the game, it just doesn't look right. Like there Jimmy is looks something right. they they but they as, don't. But as a right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I want to say they because it is the whole. It's the team. It's them. Right. Yeah, they don't. They don't look right. Um, and I think. The thing about it is, is that the scary part is, Spo can do whatever he wants to do with these lineups. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, they gotta whatever changes they need to make. It looks like those changes are within. He ain't suiting up. Like they, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're gonna have to figure it out because ain't nobody walking through that door to win. At January, least, at least January. So I mean, so at the, I want to, I need, I need a big game soon like i just need to see what's in there and i know and and leif made it huh he'll help he'll help and but leif made a good point he made a good point on hot last night that he might help here and there but you don't his injury is one that requires persistent kind of um attention to Mm -hmm. maintenance and so the like he'll impact you, you know, where he's there, but it right. won't be like a lasting enough impact because he may right. or may not be. I available. don't think he has to be like a scorer or anything. Just like and I think for them, no, right now, and it's to and to kind of bring us full circle as we wrap up. It's what it's what you guys said to start. Their calling card has to be defense. And the yep. one thing I don't worry about him. One thing is whether oh. he can get up. He's going to compete on defense. He, and yep. Tiff, and I know you're going to look, you know, him and him and Gabe as a backcourt. Yop survive regular season nights, yeah. even with bad bigs or wings in the back. Or if you're little, you'll be able to survive more minutes and you can play with your lineups and get a little bit more out of here guy, there guy. You kind of, you know, finagle who's your four at what mm-hmm. time. If, if those guys can, can kind of produce on defense. One together. one thing one thing to Vic and I'm sorry Tiff and and you don't even need him to score and the thing that I was encouraged about in the game that he played that pissed me off immediately thereafter he's still getting a step on guys yeah. he's still giving you rim pressure the burst he just is there at like the restricted area and gave me like two turnaround fadeaways I'm like what are we doing what what's happening here yeah. so yeah so you expect that the defense will still be you know at least. Uh, above average, but he's still giving you what it is that you bring in a Vic for to at least put pressure on defenses vertically. And now we're making better passes and we get guys moving. Then you get something that way. You don't need him. Yeah, you don't need him doing a whole bunch of catch and shoot. They shouldn't ask him to. Then they shouldn't ask him. No, no. They shouldn't. He's not here to do that. Put it in his hand. Let him break the first shell or two. Move it. And and also let him, let him get out McConnell's, and run. Some TJ McConnell's like those. That's back- it. Let him know? run. Let's let go. him play defense. Let him get in the open court with the ball. 
He makes good decisions in the open court. You just, you need those little things that, you, you know what it is? Because it's obvious he was in pain during the playoffs. He wasn't 100%. So we know that now. It's 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 fine. We can say it. The pain he has today is the pain he had in the playoffs, because it is what it is. It's remember he favored that one leg for all for all what two years. He's been really working with one leg for two years. So that pain's been there. Like like let's be realistic. But what he did on defense on one leg is better than ninety percent of the guys we got. It's better than a lot of guys in the league. Exactly. So if he can give you some stout defense, Tiff, put a little pressure on the rim. Not even stout it. defense. Just survive. <laughs> you don't. You don't gotta. You just gotta. You just gotta be there and survive to let your best players take you home in a season where, and we don't have to litigate this too much. As of they're currently constructed, second round out's probably the ceiling, bearing a move in the deadline. Right. right. That's that's fine. But they just need to survive until they can figure some stuff out. And even some of his defensive stops in the playoffs, they were so he had in 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 what's been circulating as some of his like steals and clips from that that Celtic series. There were maybe let's say if there were ten possessions there, there were maybe four possessions of him getting clean, just mm-hmm. him strips. But what yeah. you're saying, G, is like be survivable. And the overwhelming majority of that was him just being quick and heady enough to know how to position his body so that yep. other people around him could dig effectively. We're not even yep. getting that part. Like people are able to kind of just be blown by to the point to where help is not even able to to, to serve as help. Or when it is, it's, it's so overcompensated and now i'm just getting kicked back out and 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 it's getting moved on there's a lot of basketball to be played there's a lot of season to be had and there's a lot that we will continually get into as this season this is 35th season of heat basketball and 10th season (laughs) of miami heat beat unfolds thank you so much to chat shout out to everybody at five reasons who tuned in yesterday to hangover time uh remember hangover time is once a week now and uh, i will be doing post game shows uh, you know, during the weekdays, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be with you, uh, tomorrow and, uh, Thursday for the warrior game. And, uh, I, I don't, I'm not planning on doing weekend games. So, uh, unless it's a big, big name. So, uh, stay on the lookout for that. Ha, hangover time returns November 1st against the golden state warriors. So be on the lookout for that market on your calendars, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys for pre-gaming tomorrow. Kenny and Frankie. On the mic, we love the new uh, pregame show. I think they're doing a fantastic job. Is that when the game is? We play tomorrow. They play tomorrow at 10 p.m. Baby, Blazers, right? It's Kings or Blazers. Some somebody far away. Girl, it's uh, Blazers. Yeah, Yeah, Blazers. Oh wow, the undefeated Portland Trail Blazers. Listen, what a a shitty start to the season. Now they get a nice long road trip. It's my guy, dude. Listen. I didn't pick him in fantasy. Tiff, you told me to pick him up in fantasy. I didn't do it. I told you. I, you I told, told you. I picked up Fred Van Vliet. I should have listened to Tiff. I should have listened to Tiff. I'm never not listening to Tiff again. You could have. And this is no shade to Fred. <laughs> no, no shade to Fred. No, I, I should have. You had Dame. 
I picked Devin uh, Booker over him, but the Fred punchline was funnier. But, you know, regardless, uh, yeah. I still have to pick Book, which I felt <laughs> disgusting. Uh, shout out to Chad. Shout out to everybody, all our friends with Five Reasons, all that good stuff. See you tomorrow.